Hello and welcome to the Carers Line podcast. I'm John, I'm your host and joining me as always is Katie. Katie, we have uh, a lot going on at the moment and uh, um, I think some good news before we get into today's episode. There's some good news on about vaccines. There is good news about vaccines that it will become available in the near future, particularly for um, people in hospitals. But uh, yeah, as soon as it becomes more widely available in other places, then carers are going to be one of the first groups of people to be vaccinated. So there's really good news there. Yes, it's, it's very encouraging. And, and obviously, if we get any more information, uh, we'll make that known uh, via social media. But also, uh, probably, I think I'd, I'd spoken to uh, uh, Vivian Tennant from the Health Improvement Team, and, and, and she said um, that she would maybe find someone that we can talk to. Uh, about the vaccine programme. So so that's good. I was at a meeting this morning and we were talking about this because and carers had been asking how they will be identified as carers, how they will know that they are carers and so can kind of come up the list. Um, and the suggestion that was made, there's, there's two things people could do. One is contact your GP surgery and ask them to record on your notes that you are an unpaid carer. Um, because the thought is that possibly it will go to the GPs to identify them. But otherwise, or in addition, if you contact Carers Link and register with us as, a, as a, an unpaid carer, then we can certainly make sure that you know what's going on as soon as possible. And we can verify that, you know, yes, this person is an unpaid carer. So your GP or Carers Link will be good places to get in touch with just now. And, and it's all, I think it's important to emphasise that you don't have to uh, take on any of our services uh, in order to get it. It's, it's purely so that we can identify as, as many carers as possible so they can get the vaccine as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's not about you're not signing your life away or anything like that. It's just so that we can let you know and we can, we can say to people, these are the people that need to go first. Okay, that's, that's great, Katie. Um, so we've got a, a, an exciting episode ahead. Uh, do you want to tell us a bit more? Yep, we have today. We've got um, Katrina coming to talk to us. Um, Katrina is, is, well, I won't say too much because I'll let her introduce herself, but she's she's newly, fairly newly joined Carers Link. Um, and she is working with us to support carers. And we thought it'd be really a good idea for her to chat to you, to tell you a bit about herself, but also a bit about the, the new project that she's working on, which, which is really quite exciting and, and we think will be really useful to carers going forward welcome Katrina welcome as I said you've you've only just uh, recently joined us um can you just tell us a little bit about yourself first um who you are and, and what you're about hi I'm Katrina and I am the newest member of carers link staff um, I joined in the middle of October and so far so good um I originally come from Perthshire so being down here in the lowlands is uh, a new experience for me, but everyone's been very friendly so far. Um, I've lived in a lot of different places. Uh, when I was a student in Edinburgh and the south of France and Belfast, and now getting to know the, the west of Scotland. And, and it's true to say that you're the baby of the team now. I am. I am. Mid-twenties, shall we say. <laughs> yes, excellent, excellent, excellent. So... I suppose, I mean, you, you probably answered this when you did your job interview, but what attracted you to Carers Link? Um, my 
both my grandmothers were carers and so I had wanted to work for a small organization maybe a third sector organization was what I was interested in and the the mission of Carers Link really spoke to me as it were I'd seen the difference that carers organizations had made to people that I loved and the chance to maybe make that difference in someone else's life um, really drew me in. And and you obviously applied and, and had your interview during lockdown. What was that experience like? My first interview was on Zoom, which was, I think, really weird for me and really weird for the rest of the team as well. But my second interview was in the Carers Link Garden. And I actually would recommend that to anyone. That was a really nice setting. Uh, there wasn't too much traffic and thankfully it didn't rain. It could have been really awful. But the Carers Link Garden was a lovely setting. You've joined us. And what is your role within Carers Link? So I've joined the advocacy team. So the bulk of what I'm doing will be one-on-one support with carers. But um, I'm also focusing on breaks of all kinds, um, which includes the carer groups. So you'll be seeing more of me at the carers cafes and the other groups. And we're also hoping to pilot a new project, which is called Respitality. OK, we'll come back to Respitality in a minute. But I was wondering, um, have you worked with carers before? What was your background? I have not. Um, my background was I studied law. So I have a master's in human rights law and uh my my employment history is quite limited because it was university summer holidays. Uh, so I've been in all care, but um, I haven't ever worked with carers before. And you, and you said you're going to uh, work with the carers cafe. Um, and are you obviously when most people come into a new role, the things stay the same for it. But do you have any plans or ideas of where you want to take that? Obviously, for the first few months of next year, we will still be online. Um, but I'm hoping that within that we can still try a few things um, we'd really like to pair up with some other local groups um, to work with them to offer maybe a wider variety of things to our carers. So we're already hoping to pair up with the Campsie Writers Group um, if there are any carers who are interested in participating in that and hopefully some other local groups will come on board as well and we'll be able to try some new things in the new year. So if any carers out there have got ideas of things that they would, would like to do, is it can they just get in contact with you and, and, and let you know what's what's interesting for them, what, what their ideas are? Absolutely. I'd love to hear from anyone who has any ideas. If you think there's a group that you'd like to be part of, I can't promise anything, um, but I'd love to hear what people think is missing. Yeah, and we'll put Katrina's email address in the, in the notes, show notes, so you can you can get in touch with her. So that's that's the groups. Um, what about you mentioned respitality, which is completely new to care. What's that about? So we are running a pilot of respitality, which is a project run by Shared Care Scotland, and respitality as a delivery partner, we will be pairing with local leisure, tourism, and hospitality businesses in Eastern Bartonshire to offer different types of breaks to carers. And I think traditionally this sort of, the idea might be that it's a, a stay in a hotel or a meal out or something like that. But right now we're having to be quite a bit more creative. So we'll be hoping to approach businesses for maybe some more virtual experiences like um, a hair and makeup tutorial online or 
there have been some online distillery tours in other local authority areas. Um, and if any local businesses would like to get in touch, if they're interested in working with us, I would absolutely love to hear from them. I think it's like uh, you, you raise a, an important point there about the fact that obviously things are still in lockdown and and I guess that affects your role uh, in the meantime. So so what sort of things, apart from the, the virtual tours, have you considered or do you have a, or is it something you have to wait to uh, lockdown is eased? Well, we're hoping that we might be able to arrange things like um, a lunch at home or an afternoon tea delivered to the home um, so that carers could maybe have that kind of break at home. And um, once things open up again, we might be able to do more sort of cafe breaks and things like that. But yeah, it's at the moment, it's very much wait and see um, what's available. It must be really difficult having joined an organisation in, in the middle of a pandemic when when you know everybody's working at home or, or remotely. And how, has that affected your how you've been able to get involved with CarersLink and find out about what's what's going on within the organisation? It makes it much harder to eavesdrop on everyone and listen in to what they're doing. But everyone's been really good at including me in emails and. I've been in all the Zoom meetings that I can nosy my way into. So I've, I've, I'm getting there. It obviously is very different, but um, so far I'm managing to keep a handle on things. Although I do keep saying, wait and see, wait and see. I think we're all saying yeah. that at the moment, aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I suppose as well, as, you know, we've, we've talked about this in, in previous podcasts is about um, the, the normal way of working informally, you know, um, that you do on, you know, over a desk um, or, or, you know, near the, near the, 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 co- the kettle, uh, having that sort of uh, kettle conference, as I used to call it. Um, and, and that's that's something that we're definitely missing. But hopefully, hopefully in the future, because I know that we've got a plan uh, for the new year. Uh, hopefully that's something that we'll, we'll we'll regain to some extent. Moving on, um, I was wondering what your what your overall hopes are for the service and what you're doing. I would like to I would like our carers to feel like we can offer a break or a group or a conversation that feels personal to them. Um, our carers are a, a widely diverse bunch and. Um, I think that because my my role focuses a lot on breaks, that the break should fit the carer. So I think my hope is that we see a, maybe a wider range of groups, a wider range of people coming to the groups. That is, uh, that's my goal over the next few months. Yeah, I think in terms of the groups, have you thought about having groups in the evenings at all? Because obviously if, if people are working during the day, then that's one of the things that could affect their of being able to come along yeah I'm definitely interested in groups at different times of day maybe if um, parent carers are working during the day and would like a group in the evening that would be something other carers that work and would like a group in the evening I'm definitely open to all ideas the thing the only thing I can do is work to what people say would suit them so again if people have ideas please tell me if it's an idea for a group that's fine if it's an idea for things that aren't working for you right now I'd still like to hear that as a new member of the team. That's very easy for me to hear because <laughs> it's not my it's not my baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've been delivering groups for for many years, but I think it's it's always good to have a, a fresh a fresh mind 
a fresh perspective on all these things. Because sometimes you can get you can get stuck in a in a kind of a rut. And uh, and I know that I mean I I going back in the day um, uh, when I was a volunteer, it was the first thing I did was to when we had the first groups. But we've come on so many. It's, it's amazing just how many groups we have now, um, and and the fact that we've been able to continue to do them despite the fact we have. Um, these lockdown conditions. So sounds like you sounds like you've got a, a quite a task ahead of you. Yeah, lots lots of things to be keeping busy with. So thank you very much, Katrina, for coming along and telling us. And 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 I think you know really to emphasise to people that we if you want something, let us know. Because if you don't tell us, then it's very unlikely. Don't rely on someone else telling us. We need to hear it from you. So so make sure you get in touch. Um, and I think, John, do you want to do our and finally question? That's normally yes, your role and, in the podcast, yeah, isn't it? This, this is the, the portion we call and finally. Uh, Katrina, what is your favourite Netflix or Amazon series or film? This is a tricky question for me because I think all the ones that people are talking about involve a certain amount of jeopardy or high stakes drama. And I like to knit while I watch television. So anything too tense means... I knit things that are completely unwearable by any human. So I like to watch um, old rom-coms and old musicals. I think my two favourite films are probably Four Weddings and a Funeral and A Room with a View. Do you know, I, I, I can relate to that because I'm just thinking, I like to iron while I'm watching television. But I also, I like to watch the Walter Presents series, so the foreign language ones. And I can't iron while watching a foreign language film because I have to read the subtitles. My none of my languages are good enough to be able to understand. So yes, there is you need things that that entertain you, but but that you can con- not concentrate, but you can do something else as, uh, along to. I, I'm I'm with you, Gina. I'm with you there definitely. Yeah, it's almost like you need to have what's called a drop stitch uh, playlist. So it's <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed to get that you can keep on knitting and embroidering whatever it is you're doing. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So are you offering to make jumpers for people on, on, on request? Is that... <laughs> it depends. Or will there be a knitting group? <laughs> De- depends what people want. It depends how good your ideas are. If it's a good idea, we can discuss jumpers. <laughs> Kira's like socks. <laughs> Sorry. Fundraiser as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Get, uh, excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, well, Katrina, thanks again. Uh, it's been enjoyable and, uh, and uh, again, uh, you, you've heard it from all from all of us that you're more than welcome in the team, and we're really excited to have you. And um, looking forward to what the the future brings, in both in terms of the groups and also the hospitality. So, so wishing you well, and uh, we'll catch up with you again. Thanks uh, very much. So thanks very much. So okay, so we're coming to the end of another episode, and um, and we as we say we've been doing the podcast now for over a whole year which I, I don't know where the year's gone by Kate I don't know about you it's whiz it's just disappeared I was talking to, to my husband about this and I think because we've been inside so much there's not been the seasons haven't changed as much so you haven't kind of noticed yourself moving through the year and you've not been on holiday and things like that so you've not had those breaks to punctuate the year but yeah it's gone really fast and and we were we're seeing only before we started recording um is that you know these podcasts have been really good to uh, catch up with people and get an idea of what's going on out with our own, well, first of all, out within all four walls of our own, our own dwellings, but also you know in terms of what's going on locally and nationally, 
and uh, and I don't know about you, but uh, uh, well, I can only say for myself that these po- podcasts have kept me sane. I don't know about Katie. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. And, and do you know what what's been really, which has meant, what's been really encouraging is the number of organisations that have said they'll come along and talk to us. Everyone we've we've asked has, has just said yes, we'll come along and talk. And I yeah. think that's one positive thing actually about Zoom is that. These are people who probably wouldn't have been able to come if we'd been recording in a studio or if we'd wanted to travel to them. So it's given us an opportunity to speak to a more diverse range of organisations and I think given us the confidence to to keep going with that as well. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's probably a good point just for all those people that have come on, whether they're, you know, whether they're staff or, or people from other organisations or, or, you know, health teams and such, is that we're very grateful for your um, contributions and and uh, we would like to have more of of the same in in the new year um, and um, and and it's been and we've got a lot to celebrate I think um, we're probably we're approaching our thousandth download which which is which is absolutely phenomenal um, and um, but also there's going to be some changes in the new year uh, Katie so do you want to talk about a couple of the things that we're going to change. Well, the, the main one that I think people will, will notice <laughs> is that we're going to move from weekly podcasts to fortnightly podcasts. Um, we found that, especially as we're coming out of, of lockdown and things are, more things are happening, kind of getting back more to normal, that recording them weekly has been hard work both for us and also for, for Taylor, our volunteer. Um, so hopefully by, by moving to fortnightly, we will be able to take that pressure off. Um, but we might still do specials if if the, there's a reason for it. But the plan is that we will mostly be doing fortnightly um, episodes. And and this is where we need people's input again, isn't it? See, you don't, don't listen to this and, and not think you can get involved. We realised that for anyone searching uh, podcasts, the title What's On Podcast is not really very helpful to them. So we are going to change the title. Um, and I don't really want to just go to Kara's Link podcast because that's, I suppose it would tell people what it is, but it's not very inspiring. So we want ideas for titles for the title of our podcast going forward in, in 2021. So are we going to give a prize of a chocolate biscuit or something to the, to the, to the winning to winning suggestion? Are we a, well, it'd have to be a wrapped chocolate biscuit. Oh, it'd have to be a wrapped chocolate biscuit. <laughs> Yeah, so if you I was going to say your... I'd bake something, but I can't oh. bake something because it has to be wrapped. Exactly. Well, you well you could wrap it and and you could wrap it in tin foil. I leave it for three days before I pass it to anyone. Well, that's true. That's true. Okay, <laughs> maybe not then. So so anyway, if you've got any suggestions, let us know, and you can contact us in, 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 in the usual what's on at careslink.org.uk. Um, all the contact information will be in the show notes anyway. Um, and um, so we'd be grateful for any uh, suggestions and uh, and I just want to shout out to Taylor um, if you've not already done it um, uh, Taylor, the work that you do editing the episodes uh, week in, week out, it's been amazing fantastic, we couldn't do it without you and uh, so that that's that's great so, well uh, everyone thanks uh, for listening and downloading in this this episode um, uh, lot, lots to, to be um thankful for that we that perhaps we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel but still as we've been saying for the last um nine months or more um stay safe and uh, goodbye goodbye